Oh yeah, it's time once again for the podcast you know and love. All that is all that is with DJ Wick and the crew. Here they are, ready to talk about everything from political-ish, movie-ish, sport-ish, and even just plain crazy-ish. Ish. Enjoy all that-ish. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, then. <sighs> yep, 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 thanks, thanks, thanks. Damn. I just don't know how to act. Uh, we got a hell of a show. Uh, I always say that, but it's true, and... It's it's not gonna be done without uh, some special people, uh, like like this person, Doctor Brooks, aka, AKA Macaroni Tony. All right, Doctor Brooks is in here. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. Me neither. <laughs> I was, I was like, "Who's the person?" I'm waiting. I'm so excited. I want to know who is it. I'm like, "Who's he talking?" About? But if it's me, you know what? What up, Mexico City? I see you down there. Making delicious tacos no. on the street, real street tacos. Hey, I gotta, that. I gotta remember that you said that. I, um, I, I got, I got, a, I got something for that. Also, up in here right now is the one, the only, Dino. King Dino. There he is. Greetings, salutations. Man, it's cold in here. Oh my god! I need to turn my AC down or just a little notch. Y'all are foul for that, though. I'm going to have to put on a jacket. Mm, all right. That's it's so how, cold in my house. That's how we doing? Okay. You have to think about a turtleneck, though. It's like it's, it's almost like a weak midget is trying to strangle you. All yeah, right. But some people you know okay. pay their electric okay. bills okay. and have working You know what, though? I, my electric bill is paid, and the AC is blowing. It is on. Oh, you thought we were... You thought we were talking about you? It's on. I wasn't talking about you. Is something wrong with you? Why are you naked? (laughs) I know people can't see you because they can hear you. Oh, gosh. this man nipples is out. I just want to put that out there. And you know what? That is so far from the truth that it's not even funny, man. I said it's not funny. (laughs) Motherfuckers can't follow directly. Broadcasting somewhere south of Africa. Okay, that's how we doing. All right, whatever. He got the heat set on Nigeria. All right. That's what we're doing. Like Southern Hell. Yes, I I use nigga. Mm -hmm. I put the H on it to emphasize it. Nigga. Hey, hey, we cold, though. Them some cold niggas. Yo, I saw y'all put them hockey jerseys on. I said, what? Uh, I'm thinking. Don't get all hot. I'm like, what? They, they putting on, golly. I ain't never been so envious. Tell them how life. we bring in the heat hey, this show. Hey we, hey, we play this game too, you know. <sighs> Gosh. Hockey. I can't ice skate. I ain't even going to lie. Bruh, remember that time we went up in that mug? No. I look like a baby deer. Had to pull I have out. the walker and everything. Exactly. When I try to ice had the skate. little walker. <laughs> like, ha uh-huh. Ankles was all sore at the end of the day. <laughs> like, sheesh. Got all kind of respect for them cats. Now. I look like when you have a baby walk for the first time and you're clapping, you're excited. That's me when I'm on ice skates. Oh, you said clapping. I'm th- I was like, dog, you, you was out there making it clap? God. No, no, you making it clap <laughs> he was, for the baby. Come he was out there nervous. <laughs> he was out there nervous. <laughs> Oh my God. His cheeks you was clapping. Bend over clapping it for a baby. Yeah, he said yeah, he was I clapping, boy. Oh, 
Hey, you applauding your little baby, Walker. Okay. Hey, hey, do what you want, you know. No judgment, no judgment. Let's get into these things, man. We got to jump into this this stuff right here. Just a quickie. Got five minutes to get right with you. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Take a topic. You got five minutes to talk about it. Hit a quickie. Yeah. In rare form. In rare form. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yes, man. <laughs> It's hot. It's hot. All right. Y'all jokes. Y'all sit there joking. Look, Dr. Brooks has a glass of wine and he's <laughs> he's sitting there. Come on, man. Don't do that. That's hey, man. Hey, thank goodness Dr. Brooks is here, man. He's going to be the first one to notice signs of heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't clap for that. Oh, gosh. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's funny that you you mentioned somebody being hot. This first story, first story. Uh, good segue. Good segue. Yeah, right. It's uh, coming to us from the one, the only, Drippy White. And if you don't know who that is, that's uh, our friend. And I use that term very, very loosely. Uh, Giuliani, tr- one of Trump's henchmen, indeed, indubitably. All right, so the article that was in the New York Times reads, Giuliani repeatedly sought financial lifeline from Trump. What is Rudy talking about? Um, As Rudy Giuliani has neared a financial breaking point with a pile of legal bills, the former uh, president has largely demurred and (laughs) despite making a vague promise to pay up, he ain't done that. He hasn't done that. Um, we've updated our terms. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you, <laughs> New York Times. Oh, uh, yeah. If you don't uh, give them their, their just due, they will shut it down. Um, they, they want you to subscribe. Oh, boy. I didn't hit that X in a fast enough time span. So, um, me too, I'm out of the article. But if you would like to read the article, uh, it's in the New York Times. And if you read it look, online, you better pay your bill. Look, man, if he don't pay his taxes, what makes you think he's going to pay Giuliani? Yeah, but shouldn't he have known that from the damn start? This man, come on, man. Be well, man. Look, all these guys are opportunists. Every one of them, the opportunists is like, hey, I can get on board with this dude. And the end is going to pay off for me, you know, and, and you know what? I look at how many people have been let down. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not shocked. I don't know why Giuliani is. Yeah, that's what I can't figure out. <clears throat> why are you shocked, Drippy? Why are you shocked? <laughs> Drippy White. Um, <laughs> What say you, Dr. Brooks? I think, aside from them, you know, anytime you start going back and forth to court, any kind of court for anything, you about to get taxed by them attorneys. And so once he got in bed with Trump, the legal problems come not too far after that. And now you got to start paying attorneys for this, that, and the other. And so it was inevitable he was going to be forking out a bunch of cash. I don't know. I he spent all the money on the damn hair dye, (laughs) but he didn't. He didn't spend on the good hair dye. That's the problem. It's terrible. All right. I think if uh, if you if you just break it on down in some real simple terms. 
we sh- he sh- I agree. He should have known that he was not going to get a a bailout of sorts. Um, if a if a pimp has one, slick back. <laughs> has one of his his little his his workers <laughs> has one of his workers uh, get get arrested, right? That worker knows full well that she ain't got to worry about nothing because daddy going to come pay and get her up out of there, right? Because, <laughs> look, because she's worth something <coughs> to him. In this case, Drippy White, there's nothing for him to do for Trump. Trump needs him no longer. So he's not going to be paying nothing with no legal. It's that simple. It's well, he's simple. selling apart. He's selling apartments, all sorts of shit. He's he's selling everything. Don't be surprised if you see Giuliani donating plasma. <laughs> 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 he looks like Count Chocula, so he might be. <laughs> You be sitting in the plasma shit. Is that Rudy Giuliani? Like, you see a famous person in the airport, you be like, is that Usher? Somebody at a blood place right now was like, is that Rudy Giuliani? I can tell because it's Look. drippy brown shit all over his face. Man, my, my Uber, my, and no disrespect to Uber, my Uber driver looked just like Mayor Giuliani. Really, though? That yeah. might have been him. Yeah. <laughs> It might have been, man. He don't know. They were like, yo, what I'm trying Wu to get Tang these say? last little joints in, son. <laughs> he, didn't diversify, he, he didn't diversify his bonds, man. Bruh. Well, that's one of the things they said, but they said cash rules everything around me. Get the money. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Get the money. Dollar, dollar, bill, yeah. Drippy. He might be selling ass. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, <laughs> he, was, he, he was up there trying to take it. He was up there trying he to He did try to buy some ass. taking it. Yeah. Drug. That documentary. Uh, they yo, that was a setup. They set him up bad. He was he did the soft arm he got rub. Set up. <laughs> he, he laid on the bed. He laid back, started taking all his clothes yo. off. He was sweating in. My thing is this though. Like he really thought he was sexy up on that money. He was like, girl, I know you want this. Hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> if his old busted ass. Like, really, man? Somebody want that? Stop. You know, stop. He should have pulled a Nate from set it off. Nate knew what it was. He was like, hey, I got this money, though. Let's lay. Let's make it work. Don't you want to send your brother to college? Let's make it work. I'm in a, what's, what's I'm in a bind, the, Nate. I'm in a bind. Oh, shit. You think he need to go to Nate? <laughs> <laughs> right? He might need to go see Nate. Hey, no. the next scene, they're going to be in the bed. Wrong bed. That's nasty, man. She gonna be looking but up you know at the what ceiling. Else? <laughs> but he can't even get bread because he about to be he's facing being disbarred in, in DC and New York. Yeah, it's gonna so be he can't nothing. even He can't do nothing. Nope. I, I think I think Drippy's seen better days, man. Well, somebody, the other thing somebody, too. Somebody somebody made a I, I read something, somebody made a comment, and it's it's not funny, but at the same time, it's kind of it's like the harsh reality is is the one thing he should be hoping for now is to die without going to jail. Well, and here's the other thing, too. If you make a name out of your... If you make a name for yourself by getting on any 
outlet and talking shit, right? Rather you talking shit on behalf of the president or whatever, you might catch a defamation suit. Mm. Yeah. And if you catch a defamation suit, <clears throat> it's going to be that ass. And if they win, they're putting liens on all your shit. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. <laughs> 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 and, and, and you done. You done, son. You can't be going in and out of court. That's why Pac was broke. Tupac was broke because he was in and out of court all the goddamn time. Yeah. Yeah. This, oh, well, I, I shouldn't have compared Julian to <clears throat> Tupac. That was horrible. But uh, you, you get where I'm coming from. No doubt. Yeah. You, you look, I compare him to a, to a high-priced hoe. And you compared them to Tupac. I just want to make sure everybody sees that. And they heard that. I did my part. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, Man, look, when it's, when it's hot, though, you got to do your part when it's hot. Yeah. You know what? Keep on. You can't not. Keep on saying something I'm about gonna, my I'm AC. I'm just saying, man. Good things will come to you, you know? You're gonna have that, 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 do your part. The mama of soup will come <laughs> your way. We ain't, had to put, we ain't had the player in a minute. Keep on playing. <laughs> she gonna she gonna have to look, make an look, appearance. Look. <laughs> Wig. What up? Stop, stop sweating him, man. <laughs> All right, there it is. What up? Yeah, Mama Suka, here, here she go. <laughs> Hood rat ass buddies. Hood red ass buddies. All right, now we can get back to the show since you asses are are are, are done. Um, I'm just saying. You know what? Don't do that, man. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, I did not set the set the clock. I apologize, but I think we talked about it. Uh, oh, oh. We burned through that time. Yeah, we. <laughs> it was, okay. Yeah. He's, All right, okay. that shit was a that shit was a heater, bro. <laughs> Keep bringing that heat, baby. <laughs> All right, so this, this this next this next one, uh, Doja Cat loses nearly one million followers after Who telling cares? her fans she doesn't love them. I'm starting the clock right now. Congratulations, Fight. because most people who do that stuff for a living, they'll say, "I love you." Do they really? Nah, they love the fact that you get them paid. Yeah, not shocked. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm shocked. I'm almost like, why are y'all why are y'all tripping? Uh, y'all mad that she don't love you? Like, and then she even said this. I don't know you, so check this, man. Doja Cat, um, she lost almost a million because of of not saying that she loved them. And this is an article uh, found in VT. Um online written by uh Nazima Cotton Nazima Nazima that Nazima girl but the 27 year old has been having a back and forth with her own fandom the kittens for uh, um a little while now but the repercussions are only getting worse the recent scandal started when um 
the like that hit maker took to threads via her now deleted account to criticize her fans for giving themselves a pet name insulting that <laughs> insinuating that they had no <laughs> lives if they brand themselves an Dang. exclusive part of her fan group. Dang, she ain't lying. I mean, that's the lying. thing, man. She's telling the truth in it. And then she said, she goes on to say that she don't love them because she doesn't know them. So I'm like, yo, that that's something to be said. That is a, that's kind of lame to give Two yourself minutes. a nickname. It's the, that's always been lame. Someone else is supposed to give you a nickname, right? <laughs> and that's that. That's the end of it. You know, it, I, DJ Wig. I didn't give myself that name. I threw DJ on the front of it because people called me Wig, which is short for Wiggler, which was something I did on the basketball court. Wait, Shut up. wait, wait, Shut wait. Up. Right, you up. sound like a goddamn Batman villain. <laughs> the, the Wiggler. Hey, I was. Hey, I was a villain. I was. I was I killing him. Method Man. Man made a song about you. Silly, <laughs> <laughs> you so silly. No, he uh, never told me he was some sort of weird Wiggler. Yeah, man. Why was they tickling you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hey, did you? Did you used to dance like Gator when he was asking for money? Is that what it was for? <laughs> no. Two no, minutes remaining. No. Two minutes remaining. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know she was 27. God dang, girl. Um, That's terrible. You know, check this out. Check this out. Was when I can't remember which... Hmm? Was she supposed to lie? I love you. I wouldn't say she's supposed to lie, but she needs to gain an understanding... When you enter the public forum, just like us right here, and you begin to get admirers or whatever, you chose that path. And you asked for the world to look at you. And that, it doesn't, they don't stop looking at you when you leave the stage. They look at you when you're in a restaurant, when you're in the airport, when you're shopping, when you're at the beach. If you're with your loved ones, they see you because mm -hmm. you ask them to see you and pay to take in your presence. I get that. So I, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me say this. One minute. She says she don't know her fans, but you know what? Her fans know her. They know her. Now, they may not know her intimately. They may not know she got a mole by her labia or no crazy shit like that. No, it's actually on her lower. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Go ahead. You, I mean, I'm being somewhat facetious, but you get what I'm saying. Your fans know you. So when they see you, whether it's online or in person, they're excited to see you because they feel like they know you, they but you like don't know, know them. You. Exactly. I get it. It's a one-way relationship, right? So for her to say she don't appreciate the people. She didn't say that. That's what I see. That's what no, I see. Well, well no. That's, she said specifically she doesn't love them, How? however. She said they need to get, stop following her and get jobs. That's what she said. <laughs> In a, in a nutshell, look, I, look, I, I, I definitely hear where both of y'all are coming from, and I hear where she's coming from too. However, you know, those are the same people that allow her to make the money she does, that allow her to live the lifestyle she does. Those people are the ones who who put that money in her pocket, you know. So to to not show appreciation by turn around and basically saying, "Hey, you, you fools who made me rich, this is how I feel," but like I don't love you, I don't know you. You know, you need to get a life. Um, no, you are 
a part of their lives because and and because of what they do, then they are a part of your life too. If you didn't have a single fan, who would know who Doja Cat was? So, you know, I think that there needs to be some appreciation that she and and you know, who knows why she would go and say something like that. But but the fact is is when you choose that for a living, Dr. Brooks, back to your point, when you choose that for a living, you're asking for that attention. You're you're basically begging. You want people. That's how you make your money. No, there I, is no other I, no I, other way. I get that. It's not that I'm dismissing that. And I'm gonna make my point, even though we just <laughs> ran out of time, but I gotta mention this person right here. Pistol. <laughs> He's in the building, y'all. He's in the building. Pistol is in the building. What's up, shooter? Yeah, look like he's outside of a building. It looks like he just <laughs> break into a house. He may not be in it. I think he's out, out of the building. He might be out of the building. He's, he's outside of the building about to break in. Got a whole gazebo. <laughs> he's wearing a ski mask and everything. Yeah, he is. Down is down. it hot out there? You know what I mean? Not really. Oh, it's not <laughs> even hot. Imagine hey, that. Man, this man is outside and he's not even hot. <laughs> hey, look, look. Here's this, though. Yeah, one more time. This could be the first time ever that Mama Suka would play twice. Mama Asuka, you could be coming back in just a second. Warm up you your vocals. You got to be cool, Wig. You got to be cool. Oh, why are you being a hothead? <laughs> yeah. Pistol, maybe I can get, you know, some, some help from you. You might join forces with them, though. What's up? My AC is running a little hot right now. I already had somebody come and look at it. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting here trying to do what I can, stay cool, you know, Got my little tank top on. I'm still got a little glow from, from a little perspiration and everything. What? And then here, here they go. These cats go and put on hockey jerseys. Man, it's cool. It's, it's cold in there. It's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> He's That's getting that non-sectionate housing. You know, They've got for no reason. You perspiring? Is your back sweating? And see, people people wonder people wonder why. <laughs> People wonder why I, I just be going in on them sometimes. They they wonder. Now they know. Stuff like this, man. When they go in, they go oh, in. Oh, my goodness. My man is dehydrated. <sighs> so, I hope he makes it through the show. <laughs> no, uh, Arius has wiped his forehead four times. I was talking. It was the sweat and glistening. Glistening. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I've been there off camera. Okay, I've been there. My AC broke last year, man. It was seventy something degrees in my house, like seventy. That's it. 70, <laughs> that's seventy-eight. It. That's all. We're talking about. What, you know, this, I'm in the eighties. Hey, dude, my junk was like eight. Hey, you in my here for some weed? Right <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I didn't know you suffered. I'm bad. You ever suck dick for coke? Shit. <laughs> Golly, man. It's, it's 80 something, bro. Like, man. Hey. I think of that Pookie flashback. You sweat in the room. You gotta make it through the night. Uh, that is just terrible. Yeah, we, you said we bought the bottle of beer at 10 35 at night. <laughs> is that what you want to say? You know you don't think that. <laughs> you, you went in at 11 30, right? Yeah, yeah, that's when I went in there. Oh, you know you me. fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up. That was Bill Duke. That was my favorite Bill Duke scene ever. Man, that was a killer scene. Man. <laughs> that scene was that's the joint's memorable. <laughs> that was a cold scene. <laughs> 
You know what? Dude, every every everybody's parent, everybody's uh-huh. parent took something from that scene. Yeah, there it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mama Suka. Stop acting like a fucking hood rat and bring your black ass home. You you been all been gone for three damn days, four days. Like you don't care nothing about nobody. You like you don't use this no more. So get your black ass home, cause I had cooked meat bone, I had cooked uh, uh, ham hock and pinto bean and buttermilk cornbread yesterday. Wait, no, you to bring your ass home. You out running around with your hood rat ass buddies. Your hood rat ass buddies. Your hood rat ass buddies. That's what y'all are. Oh my god. Um, this last, this last quickie, uh, deals with the age of obesity. That's right. 10 facts. This is a top, the top 10 facts about obesity that you probably didn't know. This was, uh, put in, uh, healthify me online. They posted this bad baby. Um, the world health organization, also known as who, Give me a who uh, states that at least 10.8 million adults die every year due to being overweight or obese. In addition, 44% of um, the diabetes cases, 23% of heart disease, and 7 to 41% of particular instances of cancer are attributed to overweight and obesity. This is crazy, but the top 10 joints. Primary reason for obesity. Obesity is usually the result of imbalance between calories consumed and calories expended. No, no, this motherfucker didn't. (laughs) We came out with the killer cam. Bruh, I'm reading, look, I'm trying to read the little article. I look I over the at the camera. <laughs> right. I look over at the messenger. <laughs> My man got on a triple fat goose with the fur hood rib. He got on that uh, Marcus Houston coat when the uh, immature came back in oh that music video. Gosh, this is just <laughs> wrong, man. Uh, I'm up, but, but I'm oppressed. I'm oppressed <laughs> like I don't even see it. Number two, <laughs> the factors responsible for obesity. Genetics, it, it could be behavioral, it could be hormonal, and it could be metabolic. All right. The genetic, okay, you might get a little <coughs> little extra hippie or, or whatever. Behavioral, yep, you you getting your grub all the way on. Hormonal, maybe there's a, a hormonal imbalance and got you eating way too damn much. Metabolic, really, you ain't doing shit. To boost your metabolisms, but eating. And I, I don't know if hormonal is got you eating. Through that. I think that's like come on birth control or something like that. No, no, no. Hor- hormonal. I mean, it, it, there is um, you know, if if you have <laughs> this, y'all, you know what? I wish y'all. Oh gosh, yeah, y'all need to see this shit, son. Got all the chinchilla. Doctor Brooks Might gonna put the. Feeling. He went and put on. He got on that pimp seacoat. <laughs> no, that's that shit from damn. <laughs> Remember when uh, hey. what you go? I went to go see the fight. What's my Blue Magic Man? What's his name? I can't even think. Frankie. Oh, what's his yeah. name? Hey. Oh man, hey, that's what he know, looked you a like. Cold piece, man. Hey, bro. Hey. You a cold piece, man, bro. Keep it cool, Jeez, baby. Nigga, man. 
Alright. Cool. Got it cool like the other side of the pillow. Okay. Oh shit. Why my flash come on? I gotta I gotta this is this is just terrible. Be careful, it might overheat. Oh. <laughs> Pistol, you chilling? <laughs> like a villain. You got that iPhone one. <laughs> that shit ain't hot. It might be hot. It might be hot. <laughs> it's hot today. Yeah. No, no. When you hey, when you talking about this stuff, there are people with like there's thyroidal issues. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's all kind of issues talking about insulin. You know, um, how we produce it. Um, I, I tell you what, man. There's so many factors that come into obesity. And I think sometimes people get caught up and satisfied with the answer that this is, you know, this runs in the family or this is this I'm is a genetics yeah. thing. The fact is that those things may be so but there need, there's a third component to that and that's your behaviors yeah you know, so so you so you have to look at what 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 people are doing outside of it look i i've had clients that you know their entire family is overweight and we managed to drop 100 plus pounds off of these these clients because they, we changed their behaviors how we work out how we eat how we rest um you know how how we value the, the things that we do um to 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 become and remain healthy so, you know, when you're talking about those things, like I said, I, I think a lot of people get satisfied with the answers. Like, we need an answer. Well, everybody might be this way. We're just born this way. No, that's, that's not true. You, you have to have a few things. There needs to be genetics. Um, <laughs> look, <laughs> there's genetics, um, but there, there's definitely a, a behavioral component. That, that people are typically, and I, I don't mean to say that, you know, it's it's just people being lazy, and, and so the behavior, you know, some people work very hard and lose weight slowly, but still, you know, it can be done. You know, our practices are, are the things that, that can drive that health. So, you know what's crazy, though? If you stop and think the way the world works, right, if we go back like 100 years, people aren't really working indoors. They're working primarily outdoors. And as we've like industrialized agriculture and things like that, we, every generation jobs require less and less manual labor. And you ain't you don't even walk to a bus stop. You you know, you might go into your you don't even go outside at the time. You go into your garage, get in a vehicle that moves you from point A to point B. We're just real sedentary as people now. But back to the behavior, we have not changed the way that we consume calories we consume yeah. in general we just consume too many calories that includes me well we consume well, not, too many it's calories not, it's not just calories it's what kind of calories are we consuming yeah the body, the body needs calories you know are you are you going what kind of diet do you have and i don't mean diet as i i'm i'm on some type of of diet that i read out of book you know what are your habits that that's that is your diet so if you are consuming you know, mostly um, simple carbohydrates, you know, sugars, high fructose, things like that, as opposed to a complex carbohydrate, you know, which is going to break down in your system. We're going to be able to use it properly, and it's going to discard what we don't need. You're not taking in all these processed uh, materials. You know, all of these things come into play, you know, when it comes to, to today, how it's been made so easy for us and convenient to, to get these type foods that aren't so great for us. Um you know, it's not easy to eat healthy. It's it's more expensive. 
um, and there are many places One in the minute. world that have all-out food deserts. We've talked about this before, where it's very difficult for you to get fresh produce, you know, um, and whole foods to, to now eat a healthier diet. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it's a lot, but it, it's got to start with one, the desire. You know, you, you got to want to make some changes and then you can find a way. But it has to do a lot with your behaviors, even more than it has to do with, um, you know, genetics. And unless you have unless you do have some issues, don't get me wrong, man, there are some hormonal things that can make things difficult. But but you can overcome those things. If anybody's listening out there, you know, really pay attention to this. You can overcome those things by now how you move, how you eat and how you rest. Yeah, I agree with Dino. My parents, like, notoriously have been a little bit overweight for a long time. And uh, this fool is playing Nelly. <laughs> Two minutes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of them because they lost a lot of weight over the past two years. Yeah. So it just, it took a lot of health risk, a lot of health care for them to, like, be like, look, we can't even do nothing. Until yeah. you lose the weight. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's and that's that's something I think that we all have to um, really understand. You you can you can moving. Who is that? <laughs> what? In the name I know y'all y'all can hear that. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm, po- I'm, I'm posting something. My bad. Hey, first of all, we already know it's hot in there. We've been talking about it for the last past hour. No, no. So, 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 you know, Pistol, to what you were saying, you know, it, that's kind of like I, I tell people all the time, and I seem to have this conversation all the time. It's like, hey, I'm not ready or I'm not in shape to come and start training with you. I'm like, if you were ready and already in shape, then why would you even need a trainer? Right? You, you don't, it's, it's like needing ID to get ID. <laughs> you know, you know, shout out to Common. That was um, a great lyric. Yeah, that was a great lyric. And if the fact is, is that you're ready whenever you say you're ready, and then we're going to meet you where you are, and you're going to move towards a healthier lifestyle. And a lot of people tend to compare, you know, hey, I'm looking and I see what's in a magazine or on Instagram or these people on television or whatever. You know what? The people you're looking at aren't necessarily healthy either. It's just because they look good on a on a magazine cover, there, there's some serious, serious dysmorphia issues when it comes to bodybuilders, um, people who model, you know, it's, it's called skinny fat. You know, you're, you might be skinny, but you ain't healthy, you know, so, you gotta, you know, so, so finding that balance is important. But the, the reality is, is you're ready to change when you say, I'm going to get up today. That's it. Yeah. I think a lot of it takes a conscious effort. I know for myself. All the reason why I'm not 300 pounds is because I try to make sure that my lifestyle is that of a healthier lifestyle. Even if I can't get out to the gym like I want to, I still go on walks with my kids. I still get in like 7,000 steps a day because that helps me. I have to be because it's easy to be sedentary. So many people, I think once they have kids, they get settled into, you know, this is my life now. Well, you know. Yeah, you can't be at the gym 24-7, but it doesn't mean you can't be doing something to stay active. That's, that's right. You ever watch it? It, it's, a, it's a movie that came out on Disney about, I don't know, it's got to be maybe 10, 15 years ago. It's this movie that came out called Wally. And yeah. um, and, and if you watch the movie Wally, 
you know, that, that tells you kind of where you're heading. It's like everything is automated. Everything's done. I think this guy decides he's going to, he's sitting in his big captain's chair, levitating. He decides he's going to exercise. He hits a button and it shows a, a hologram of people exercising. He breaks out of a sweat, turns off like, well, that's it for today. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of the world we live in today. Technology makes everything harder when it comes to staying in shape. Um, just because everything, you know, Nick, you said it perfect. Everything is at our is at our fingertips. You can I don't have to walk anywhere. I can call I can call Uber to pick me up, take me from my door to my mailbox if I want to. You know, I mean it's it's or go the opposite it, direction. Yeah, you can have food just, all day, delivered to you all day in day. Yeah, you, and you ain't never got to barely move, lift a finger. Right, yeah. absolutely. You you don't you really don't have to do a thing. Everything is right there on your phones nowadays. Um, you know there 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 does seem to be a little bit more awareness today, um, especially when you talk about like healthcare healthcare uh, costs things like that. And, and so a lot of people are saying, Hey, I'm going to start taking my, taking care of myself while I'm young enough to do it. So as I get older, those healthcare costs aren't going to bury me. Um, so, so you, you see, there's some change, man, but we're still, especially as far as this country goes, you know, we're 50% overweight or obese, you know? Yeah. And uh. it's, I'd, I'd probably say that's the, that's somewhat generous. Yeah. The Russian dude has spoken, so that's gonna just just gonna do it. That's gonna do it there for uh, for that. But uh, that's the last quickie that we had, so you know what that means. It's quick, fast, in a hurry. All right, all right, all right. All right, Who so sings that song? That's some old Negro <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> hey, that song bump. You know it. Yeah, that's gonna be hitting. That sounds, that, sounds like some, that sounds like some stuff you hear on Southern Soul Hour here in Charleston. Hey. Do, do that's better than that deal. stuff. Uh, Southern Soul, they be just telling you straight up what's happening. I'm in a party. Doom, and I'm walking. Doom, see your girl. Yeah. Hey, it's always that talking. same It's always that same It's the exact same song. Slightly different words. Yeah. Stop playing, man. Oh, that's not the soul we hitting, man. You know it's true. Yeah. That's all you need, boy. Come on. They go down an octave, come back up an octave, and they still complaining about the same thing. <laughs> like, brother, you just went from E to F. I need you to change up what you're talking about. I got some chitlins and some hog moths. Got some corn. And some crab claws. And my grandma. They just be gone. It's like, what in the fuck is this song about? (laughs) God damn it, get to the point. That is the point. (laughs) Shoot. Uh, But they always trying to get some in the song, though. They trying to get some. Always. Oh, 100%. It's a a necessity. 100%. Uh, All right. Next. Uh-huh, that'll do it. And hot. Oh, shit, I forgot to add the song. My bad. I did all of that. Anyway, first order of business. The first thing. Did I hear my giggling? Yeah. Stop, man. Don't do that. 
Um, <clears throat> 50 years of hip hop. So, yeah, 50 years in the making. That and it's, it's still going strong. So, in in light of that, we're gonna we're gonna talk it up for the rest of the show about hip hop, baby. Hippity hop hops, the hips, the hippies. It must be done. It must be done. Okay. Okay. Enough. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Are y'all gonna stop? Can y'all stop? Y'all just gonna keep on. I'm just trying to enjoy my life here. All right, cool. Um, the first question: What song turned you on to hip hop? What song was it? So many. Now it's got to be the one that you heard and was like, "Huh, that hip hop thing. That's interesting." I mean, not not like that. But, All right, but you know, I posted mine. So so for me, and and look, I heard plenty of songs before, but I think the one that really just took me over the top with hip hop was probably was probably Fly Girl. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Fly Girl, anything UTFO did, you know. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. All right, Doctor Brooks, what say you? You know, I, all the '80s just mesh, right? Because I was a kid in the '80s, and so I can't remember which year is which. So, I remember I heard Rappers Delight. It was cool. I heard, um, I heard, uh, what's one with Grandmaster Flash and the Curious Five? Um, broken glass everywhere. People broken on the kitchen. That's what I heard. Right? I heard that joint, right? But wait, wait, wait. I, that made that turned that turned you out. That it was like, oh, hip hop is my shit. It was that. No, no. You was like, yeah, I like this hip hop thing. That's the song that did it. The no, the one that hit me hardest mm-hmm. was I remember like the damn Fat Boys. <clears throat> Can you feel it? Yeah. Uh, okay. The Fat Boys was, and then you did the, uh, 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 <laughs> you know, uh, 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 yeah. And I was like, this, this, yeah, that, I, I felt it. I felt that shit. And you're a kid, so you don't know. I don't know genres of music or none of that. But you was like, I want to hear more of this. Whatever this is right here, yeah, I want more yeah. of that. And and then the beat would start breaking. And I was a breaker. I break. I, I did break dancing. I can see. So that. that would come on. You throw the cardboard out, and between that and Herbie Hancock, Rocket, and all that stuff. Okay. You look somebody, and that's how the battles was. You fought somebody on the cardboard. You feel me? Right there. Okay. And so that that was my earliest shit that really pulled me in that I can remember. I heard all the other stuff, but none of that mattered. And then when I heard LL Cool J on Bad, it's like it went it was a right yeah. to the stratosphere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? What about okay. Pistols? Let's get Pistols in here. Uh, well, there's two songs that I posted one of it was that uh, Black Star Jordan were common. That when I heard that, I was like, oh my god. And then uh, the other one was Ghetto Boys. That was the first song I heard that I was like, oh, okay. Mine's my, playing tricks on me. Yeah. Dang. Okay, okay. Give me some more. I bumped that at least once a week. 
Next year, Halloween fell on a weekend. What? Mm. We got a board to trick it. I heard those two joints, and I was like, all right, now I understand why I love hip hop so much. Um, but I heard a lot of rap, right? Because Atlanta has a lot of rap. Yeah. You got a lot of like Chris Lover Lover, right? When all that stuff came out, I was like, eh, mm. you know, I'm not. DJ Smurf. It, <laughs> it's, rap, was, rap was fun, where hip hop felt like it was soulful and it felt like it had more meaning. Okay. And so when I first heard hip hop, I'm saying that's when I got into like, uh, Black Star, Common, Dead Prez, like a lot of, I think, music that had a deeper meaning and wasn't just about like ass shaking and stuff. But it was those two songs. And after that, I just started ingesting way more hip hop. Again, I am a little younger than everybody else here. So the songs you got was, man, that, like, that was a great time in hip hop, though, man. That, yeah. was a, that was a pivotal time in hip hop. Um, before we go on to the next questionies, I will answer this one. Uh, it hey, was, what was yours, real quick? What, what was yours? You got was, all ours. What was yours? Salt and Pepper, Tramp. That's really? the, that's the okay. one that. Hey, I ain't lying. Okay. I was uh, I my parents were meeting up with some was friends of theirs, and they um their friends had a daughter, but the daughter was a oh. few years older than me, right? So they oh. were like, "Hey, go upstairs and you know." Chill in so and so's room. Grown folks about to talk or whatever, whatever. You know, like, oh, okay. she was dropping supersonic, supersonic. No, she had it on the box, right? <laughs> she, had it on the, she, she had it on the box, and um, Salt and Pepper came up there, and they were doing Tramp, and I was like, "The hell is this?" What you call me? You know what I mean? I was just like, okay. I'm just looking at the video, like, you know, this is all right. And then it's I, salt and pepper hip hop. Hell yeah! What? what? Hey, what? Choke, your, choke yourself. <laughs> well, okay, so choke yourself twice. Yo, please, with your right hand. I only ask because just the, the type of music they made. Well, well, look, Again, hip hop isn't just underground hip hop. I think <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, salt and pepper had had commercial. Uh, Stardom, Lair. you know, and they were they were one of the the first sex appeal, you know, uh, female group female groups in that era to actually have stardom. They're not pop; they are hip hop. So, you know, at one time they were playing actual hip hop on the radio. I mean, I remember the first time I heard, you know, Public Enemy was on the radio. Yes. You know that that was hip hop. The first time I heard actually heard N.W.A. was on the radio. You know, they 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 would play things like that and. You know, even though it would be censored out, they would play things that were thought to be radical because it was okay because, you know, the big money wasn't in it. You know, they would play things that, that people would hear and then make you think about, one, who are you? Two, what's going on around me? Mm. You know, hip-hop used to be played on the radio. So, yes, yeah, Salt Pepper, they were hip-hop just like, you know, I mean, Kid and Play. It was, yeah. all, it was all hip-hop back in that day. Back but in the day. You know what, though? So, Pistol's younger than us yeah. by a little bit. Yeah. And his his question and perception is wild because I think it shows the transition, right? Uh, for me, the golden age is like late 80s to mid 90s. Yeah, but sure. that's also my coming of age. And so yeah, that might be why I feel it's the golden age. But... There was such you could hear a salt and pepper or an NWA or a public enemy, and they're all they all fit something different. Salt and pepper is like female empowerment, NWA is like street nigga shit, and 
rebellious against the system and public enemy is like politically against the system, political commentary. You could have this whole array of stuff and that constitutes hip hop. And I feel bad for the kids today because I'm like, there's no you guys just like I mean I will say we don't know what they talking about and I think I don't see the the variety in the genre well it's there but I think the pinnacle of like where hip-hop really took off is your guys generation that's where that's, that's why I think a lot of y'all understand like the different nuances of hip-hop that exist where my generation which is right behind y'all's we we, you know, we listened to De La Soul, at least the ones who should have listened to De La Soul did. You know, mm. we listened to the aggressive developments, right? That doesn't, it exists, but in a different light. So you're not going to get, like, that style of hip-hop that existed back then here because the kids don't like it. Or at least that's not Y'all what... are fed so much street shit. Not y'all. I don't listen. To, I, I still listen to Rest of Development. I yeah. still listen to I Ain't I mean, the One. I mean, the you, next generation behind us was fed yeah, way yeah, more street yeah. shit. Well, you know, there. I mean, there's people out there, man, but... The, the fact is, is that, I mean, and, and you know, Doc, you can probably really enlighten us a little bit more on this. But the fact is, is that we don't really control what we listen to anymore. Yeah. Nope. The, the, the not DJ at all. Is, the, the, the actual DJ, I'm not talking about a, a, a program director. You know, I'm talking about the actual DJ in in large aspect when it comes to radio is a lost art. Oh, yeah. yeah. Around 91, around 9091, the control went from the the makers and the curators of the art to the the boardroom and whoever had the biggest money to say, play this, that it it left in the early 90s. And we got left with whatever they thought they could sell you. Oh, yeah. And... You started, everybody's eating the same thing. It's not a bad, you, you're supposed to have a balanced diet. Instead, everybody's eating Lucky Charms. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're supposed to have a, they even tell you on the damn commercial, it's part of a balanced breakfast. Ain't nothing balanced about the art form as far as commercially what people take in. Yeah. I don't, because I hate saying, I know right now there's a hip hop song out there that talks about real shit and they probably barely cuss and whatever, whatever. But it doesn't make it to this to the listeners' ears because you have to go searching for it a little too much. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of that, man. I mean, I I personally love to find new stuff that's like young talent that's got something to say. Yeah. I mean, I think for a while I was like really really pushing you guys hard on like go check out Coast Contra, but you got guys like your your who's been doing it for a while. And they're still extremely relevant in today's hip hop. I don't think anybody out there, regardless of of what what subculture of hip hop they come from, but you got your J. Coles are killing it. You know, your Kendrick Lamars are killing it. And I don't care what some of these mobile rappers can say, those guys get respect even from them. Um, but, but, But one, it's because they still continue to put things out, whether it goes completely commercial or not, they're still working, they're still touring. They're still showing their relevance by their work. So I, I think that's uh, that, that's there's something to be said about, you know, some of these young guys who are actually upholding the actual culture of hip hop and not necessarily just selling out to have a song, a sound that's just going to get because everybody's got to eat. You know, I'm never yeah. going to talk talk about somebody doing something. I don't have to like like what you do, how you do it, but I got to respect it. You got to feed your family. 
you got to eat. So, so, you know, these guys who are doing it and just taking the money and running, um, hey, that, that, you do your thing, man. But for me, as far as music goes in hip-hop and loving lyrical content, loving different music, different sounds, you know, playing with our words, playing with the tools that are given to us, I'm always going to look out for that a little bit more. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you we- know what, though? Hold on, hold on. Hip-hop is a young man's game. That don't yeah. mean the older... As we get older, it's a 50-year-old art form. It's a young man's game, though. So whatever oh, yeah, these yeah, kids yeah. is talking about... That's what it is. ...is, is what it is. Yeah. And I can't really hate on them as much as I'd like to at times. I can't hate on them. And we don't hear all the stuff coming from all the, from all the artists because right. it's so... When I say diluted, I don't mean not as good. I mean diluted in terms of... When I grew up, I got my hip-hop from either somebody had a tape... Or the radio was playing it. And those were sometimes drastically different. You know, NWA wasn't on the radio, but we got the tape. We got the Easy E tape. And the radio was playing Heavy D and LL Cool J. And yeah. for me, Sir Mix a lot, right? Yeah. That's what the radio was playing. But that's it. I didn't hear Luke. Kwame. <laughs> I, we, I heard Kwame, but I didn't hear Kwame on the radio, but I saw Kwame because by that time we had enough money to have damn BET. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we can see it on the video countdown and rap city and 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 yelling to be raps and stuff. But, but you know what? That was another thing though. When you talk about it, you know the, the people we saw. Because I'm gonna tell you, the first time I saw Kwame was through Kid and Play. You know, yeah. the first time I Big saw Kid Dots. and Play was through Salt was through Salt and Pepper. Yeah, and you, know you know what? what? I, I mean, think I, they I still think, they think. still do a decent job of putting putting people on. I will say that. Yeah, they'll do a decent yeah. job with that. Yeah, I think some do. I think some do. A lot of them do. I think that you know, just like how <clears throat> the generation before us wasn't so big into to how we were, you, you know, using the art form. We feel the same way because, honestly, <clears throat> because of the the age of my kids, I I'm hearing stuff so I can appreciate certain things. And and they and they they you know drop stuff off towards me, you know, like Dad, yeah. have you heard this? You know, and I'm like, huh. That ain't that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, my, my kids do. I'm like, get this shit out of here. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, I mean, hey, uh, hey, a large I'm, part of it is that, though. I'm like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. You I know. was at a hookah lounge, and they were playing, yeah, some, you were. Uh, they were playing some rap, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing some rap, and I, I sound-hounded the um, song, and I listened to the car. I was like, damn, this song kind of tight. Even though it's kind of stupid, it's still kind of tight, right? Yeah. So I go to my son and I'm like, hey, have you heard of this dude? It was Lil Key. I was like, man, this Lil Key's hot. He's like, oh, yeah, it is nice. He's singing them. He's like, yeah, he's dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's dead. Oops. I know. That's, that's like, yeah. uh, I mean, that's, so, that's, like pop, that's like Pop Smoke, you know, just kind of same thing. I mean, I've, I I heard maybe two songs from him. After he passed away, I started hearing some of this stuff. I was like, oh, oh wait oh, a minute. Dang, this is all right. Hold on, you know. Mm. I mean, you know, like I said, it, it's it, it, DJs don't control it anymore, man. DJs okay. used to tell you what was hot. You know, DJs used to tell you, and that that there's that that human. We're not talking about logarithms, you know. That that human, you know, aspect yeah. would tell you, hey, hey, listen. Is nowadays it's all about statistics, logarithms, and, and hits. Yeah, but they say, make hey, the they make the algorithm and the and the 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 stats do what they want to. You throw enough money at something, it's whatever you say it is. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. And that's what absolutely. they're doing from top to bottom. Radio is not radio anymore. It's, a, it's a conduit for them to push whatever music that they want to push on you. The thing yeah. is, it like you say, it used to be in the DJ's hand. I'm going to slip this in. Yeah. I'm going to do this, that. Then they exit. They're like, nah, you're going to play what we say. And that was yeah. the and, and, that was and, the program and if, manager. And if, it, and if it wasn't tight, the DJ wasn't playing it. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. They used to have that, Um, what is it? Like it or love it or whatever. You know, they used to have them different things all across the nation. You know what I mean? Yeah, pump it and dump it. Yeah, all those things. And so they would. That was the little jump where they was trying to slip in something that they wanted to see what was going on with folks or give local people an opportunity. It was so powerful. Now it's just like yep. so. It went from the DJ to the program director, and if you had a pr- cool music director, program director, then you would still get a couple of those gems. But it was knocked yep. off real quick. Like, and part of that was yep. because of the age of the program directors. Then they took yep. the power out of the hands of the program directors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they but, bought I mean, out that's... they bought out all the mom and pop radio stations, put them all under Clear Channel, Radio One or who have you. Yeah, but look how whatever. that has worked. But look how it's worked out though. The technology has changed so much yeah. from 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 Napster to now I don't even know who like, who listens to the radio. I don't know anybody who listens. If I see, if I hear something on the radio, I'm actually watching it on YouTube. Radio is not where it's at, man. That that radio is not where it's at anymore. And so, and that's why the gifts are bigger and everything else. That strategy has kind of failed them. No, it's kind of no kind of failed the corporate structure. No, no, it hasn't. Because they're still getting paid. People are still buying advertisements. Maybe not as the local ones. They banging as hard. Exactly, they're not because it's not. It's not so they're. But they're still getting it all. The record companies, not before it used to be record companies were in bed with the radio stations. Now that the True. radio stations are no longer mom and pop, guess what? The 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 record companies own those stations. They 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 produce whatever the hell they think is needs to be produced, and then they push it onto the radio. It's, yeah, it's but that so ain't backwards. Survive, though. Yeah, it's backwards. I don't know survive. what, man. But they got it. All right. So if that was like what ushered the songs that ushered you into hip hop, what was the first uh, hip hop slash rap um, album or single that you bought with your own money? Mine was. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mine was uh, going back to Cali. Hello. Oh, oh well played. Side. Well played. And I, and what I bought, side? And I, and I bought. I bought that. Actually, I bought the forty-five. Nice. Nice. Yep. Cause I, I used to I used to collect vinyl, but that was my that was like my very first very first vinyl I ever bought with my own money. Yeah, my first my first hip hop uh, album or single was uh, was album. Yeah, it was an album. Oh, uh, Dougie Fresh. Okay. The show. The show produced about, by Teddy Riley. Yeah, so that was my that was the first, and I brought the actual album. I can see it now. You know, black with the little cracks on it, the gray cracks on it. It was. Yeah, it was clean, and then um, it had the little the little B side. But it was the first one I bought with my own money, and I used to play yeah. that junk on the man. I was like, man, that was my jam, and I could oh, only really play it when my parents weren't in the house, you know, which was odd. I shouldn't say it was odd. It was just it was what it was. I don't remember the first one I bought. Yeah, man. Um, first one you bought? You don't... I do not remember. I remember the first one I came into possession of. And 
<laughs> so which, okay, so the first one, one worth so. stealing. <laughs> I think I had like four around the same time, and I can't remember which came first. Okay. Okay. I had Beastie Boys, License to Ill. Okay. I had Kumo D, Wild Wild West. Oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. I had. At least it um, wasn't the rapping Duke. At least he didn't have a rapping Duke. The hall. Y'all better not talk no shit about Kumo D. We're going to have a falling out. We're going to have a falling out then because I can't stand it. But go ahead. I had uh, MC Hammer, let's get it started. I had Hammer, let's get it started. And I think I had the Fresh Prince. I'm not shocked. (laughs) And I think I had Fresh Prince first album. Okay. Okay. Well, well played. He stole all of those. But which one? Which one was that? Uh, he's the DJ, I'm, or I'm the MC. He's yeah, the yeah. He's the DJ. Uh, I'm the rapper. He's the DJ. Hey, he did the, the old. He did the newspaper trick. <laughs> he did the old newspaper. You know what's crazy too? They actually put the DJ's name first in their group. Well, you know, it was DJ Jazzy time, Jeff and, and the, the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. That's Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's like Eric B and Rakim. You know, it's like you know. At one time, the DJ was the driving force behind the the rapper. The DJ was it. So, when you talk about hip hop groups, let's take EPMD for instance. DJ Scratch had so much influence on what they did sonically in their music. He don't put on another long sleeve jersey in your face. (laughs) But but you know, and and the, the fact is is that you're right. DJs used to used to used be it. Come back from the days of Sound Clash. Oh, they was you know? they was the thing, the thing being so yeah. that the DJ is who put you in connection with the crowd. It was just That's like, right. nope, dude, nope. ain't nobody know you a MC. I can get yeah. an MC in any anywhere. Exactly. They were putting you exactly. on. Exactly. True. No, that was uh. That's it, man. That's that. That was, but that was hip hop, man. That's that was the evolution. It's crazy that, you know. And I, I wish it was told a little bit more. When you talk about, I think that's kind of where somebody said it earlier. But I, I think we've we haven't really done a great job of really passing on some of that information or some of that culture. I always think we always want to blame these kids, but look, these kids. I look at it just like I look at my kids. If they do something wrong, it's my fault. I didn't teach them. Yeah, it, it's an oversight it's my, it's that you had, and then now they don't know nothing. Yeah, it's my fault I didn't share information. Yeah, you know, I try to so, tell them a, a couple little stories here and there, you know, and I, I try to try to space them out when when I think they might be ready for them, and this and the third. But you, yeah. you gotta you gotta hand that stuff down, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You're gonna you you want to be a part of a culture. You want to keep a culture alive. You gotta tell it. But that's no different than black culture in general. Yeah. Kids don't even know how to make potato salad. <laughs> anyway, uh, the is a good. This is a good one. This is a good one. Hey this fellas, one, hey, I got the road, gentlemen. All right, man. Hey man, peace and love, man. I miss you guys. I'm glad we all got together. This is a good conversation. Tell CB to wake up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like, I'm going home. I'm taking a shit, and then I'm, and then I'm gonna get up and <laughs> give you a call. Uh, he doesn't sound like that. All right, hey, fellas. I got the rule, man. Peace and love. All right, now. Catch up with King Dino right there, y'all. King Dino out there making moves, doing his Thank thing. Thank you, Damon. Thank you, Damon. Thank you. <laughs> now, go on, take off all that shit. Yeah, it's getting cold, <laughs> colder. 
Oh gosh. All right, so this next question. Um what do you what do you think is the difference between hip hop and rap? What's the difference? Everybody going places. Look at this. Dr. Brooks is Dr. Brooks is going places. What's the difference between rap and hip hop? Hip hop and the rap. Uh you know you're muted, right? You did that to yourself. I I didn't do that. Did it to yourself. My bad. My bad. I think uh, the rapping part is literally the MC with the microphone talking. That's rap. But I think hip hop is more like you identify with the culture itself, like the whole culture. So there are some people that they're rappers and that their value literally is just being a rapper. But, but I also think when you say you're more so than I embrace the culture, I, I think there's some, a lot of times I don't think white dudes can be really rappers. They can just appreciate the culture, but they ain't even on the inside. They're really on the outside as a guest trying to be in. And so I, I don't know. Rappers give you like pertinent information. <laughs> You think you think that's how it is? And hip hop is more the the flowery kind of you know what I mean. Let's all have fun or 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 what? I mean, I'm just trying to understand because if a if if you consider a rapper somebody who gives you the knowledge, are you talking about street knowledge? Are you talking about? I'm I'm talking damn near exclusively street knowledge. Got it. Rappers get at you. Got you. Whereas hip hop, they're more of artists and they. They give you the art of it all? Yeah, you know, you could be a break dance and you're part of hip-hop. You can be, like, I would look at the Beastie Boys as a hip-hop act, not rapper. Yeah, uh, agreed. They they always showed that they was about the art of it all. They're, they're definitely rapping, but they're not rappers. Like, I understand totally what you're saying now, and I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with it. You mentioned some big names throughout uh, some of your explanations. So I'm going to ask you this next question. Uh, what is the the most influential album? For me? Or do I think period? Period. For you. For you. Oh, what album is just like, that's, that, that changed me. I'm done. That is, that's it. One of them. Okay, in hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, I think the album that's the most important album in hip hop history, I think is for you. Um, God damn it! Um, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. I think that's the most important album. Period. But for me. There we go. Let's get to the real. The most important album that probably most influential, it, most influential. How, how this, this, it's too short. <laughs> <laughs> it's too short. Yeah, yeah. You can't, I don't know if we can be mad at that. Go ahead, give him. Go on, give him his love. Give him his love. Yeah, give it. <laughs> I'm just saying. What about you? 
Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to say three feet high and rising from the uh, the the good folks that made up uh, De La Soul. Yeah, De La Soul, three feet high and rising because it it made for me. So it was so long, like with you know, growing up with hip hop, it was a lot of women. Uh, being sexy but still had a little edge to them. Uh, those were a lot of the artists. Or you had the dudes with the uh, the big gold chains and uh, whatever, and then they kind of moved into, oh, you had the polka dots and the baggy pants or whatever, whatever. But it was all stuff that, um, that wasn't really me. You know what I mean? And then uh, even with, like, uh, Kid and Play and stuff like that, it was too much. Um, Big Daddy Kane. I loved all the stuff that he did, but it was just like, dude, that I, I can't pull that off. I ain't a smooth operator. You know what I mean? But then Daylock came along, yeah. and they was just like, bruh, we here talking about some wild shit. We do what we want to do. We, I mean, look at our heads. You know what I mean? It was just like... They were like dudes you were in class with. Exactly. Like, you know, you yeah. know them dudes. Yes. I got they were just regular cats and it was just like i looked at myself as a regular dude you know my parents were pretty strict and uh you know they put the smack down so i couldn't do a lot of stuff you know uh i i never rocked a gumby i had a flat top but never rocked a gumby couldn't sag my pants my my kicks game wasn't the freshest i remember i got these damn puma stealths and it was like after the big Puma rush. So, wasn't nobody wearing yeah. Pumas, man. <laughs> and I was like, bruh, can I get, please get these Harachis or can I get some Jordans or something? The Jordans was never happening. My, my, mm-mm. It was not paying that, that much for no, for no shit. Oh, man, I'm thinking about it. It might be Boys in the Hood, it might be the one, though. With Easy E, Boys in the Hood. Okay. Okay. I think I think that might really be the one because that's like '88, that's like '87, '88, and somebody in the neighborhood got the tape, got got that first Easy E tape, and it was so outrageous compared to what was out. Yeah, he was like, "Tell your mama to get off of my tip. I have no time to give her my dick." It was like, "Whoa!" Did he you just say mean? that? <laughs> yeah, it, it was so outrageous. And and we all knew it line for line. <laughs> it, it was like a requirement. Because like, it was crazy. About, you had to know, and to all the songs, to all the songs. Yeah. You had to know them all, and so, like, you even sung the little um, the little intros and stuff. <laughs> he was one side. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Easy. But you should be shut the fuck up. Hey, yo, Jerry. Like, you say all that stuff. So, yeah. that that might be it. But there's maybe Too Short was just a significant album. Because I went through a heartbreak. Little bitch broke my heart type shit. <laughs> so, you was and, uh, using your thuggish right me up right out of that song. Hey, so, so who do you believe is or was the the hottest East Coast rapper ever. Ever. East Coast. When I saw that question, you know what I'm going to say? I, I think it's LL. 
I'm going to tell you why. It's got to be Ladies Love Cool James, and I'm going to tell you why. Because he, his run run, his legitimate run, is from like 86 to like 99. Mm. Right? Yeah. So he, he bridged the original hip-hop, and he took that baton and ran it. He was probably one of the first East Coast artists really to show love to the West. Um, he was one of the artists that is part of the transition of rappers to actors. Um, he could steal your girl, which gotta be something, you know, rap is a braggadocious thing <laughs> and he could brag and he'll steal your girl. You know, he kind of pioneered the appealing to women element of rapping for, for men, it, it gotta for be. men. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely say that. And, and he, he established a lot of stuff. He was like a one-man wrecking crew um, when Run DMC had three and BC Boys had three. It was just LL standing there. And he had like a level of aggression in his rap that I hadn't felt before, but I was real young in rap, too. So I would say he, he got to be the hardest. And then also, you can argue Biggie because, you know, at one point, here go my Biggie story. Biggie came out and they was playing um they were playing uh what's the name of his first single? I love when you call me Big Papa, that popular one, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not feeling this and then I heard Juicy and mm. I thought Juicy was cool. But he's one of the only people that forced me to buy an album. And I was pissed when I bought it. The one more tag, the remix. When he said that line, first I'll talk about how I dress in this diamond necklace, stretch Lexus, the sex is just a mess. I was like, I thought like, I need to put oh, that out. Shit. Like, oh, <laughs> damn. He's sitting so hot. I need to buy that out. I'm not even feeling this dude, but I gotta, I gotta see what else is on here. Then you buy it and find out it's a fucking remake and it's not even on the damn album. So I was salty as hell. Hey, that was the puffy effect. Yeah, that thing was ugly. That line just alone just was like, God dang. Yeah, man. That's that stuff. It was it was it was some hellified wordplay. All right, so you got um you got Biggie and uh L L. So um I might have to I might have to go with <sighs> shit. This is this is rough. <laughs> This is rough. I might have to give me, but I I never do that. I just put the question over there and I leave it alone, Um, because I don't want to. I want to. I want to struggle if I have to struggle because that'll bring out my my truth. So here's this: Biggie for sure, and then I gotta go with Reggie Noble, man. Red? Yes, man. Red man, because he, golly, man. If you just listen to his wordplay. I mean, take out the little gimmick in the scene song he dag on uh, uh, chorus and look at, listen how he breaks this junk down. He had a bunch of stuff that he never even put out. He was messing around with YouTube, trying to get used to that junk. And he had this joint. I was like, golly. Like, and this wasn't that long ago. Like, he's still killing it. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Biggie and Redman. To your to your Biggie and, and LL. Let's, I, I, let's, I'm for sure you're gonna say nasty Nas. 
I, you know what? I thought about it, but um, but we saying hot. We're talking about hot like fire. Okay. And and that didn't even come to my brain when we was talking about it because if you had to say who the smoothest, I would have had to have been like Nas and Big Daddy. But but we said the hottest. So in my brain, it was just like yo bangers. We talking about banging. Uh, yeah, Red Man and Biggie on the West Coast. Who you who you got on the West Coast for the for the hottest? Who was that? It's Snoop. Snoop was the yeah. hottest. Yes. Like, Snoop was the hottest. When Snoop dropped, it was insanity. Yeah. It oh, was it was insanity. crazy. It reverberated like all the way with the quickness to the East Coast. Snoop's debut was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Dre's debut snuck up and beat your ass, right? Yeah. Snoop's debut. You knew you were about to get your ass whooped, and then he came and whooped your ass. Yeah, he did. Like, like after banger after banger after banger. And that's hard to do when people are expecting you to bring the heat, and you bring it all. He brought that's all hard of it. To do. You know what? Whoever picked that's out whoever picked out the the material that was going to be on that first album, coot yo kudos like for real for real because the lead single is just his name. <laughs> like what? And it banged. But you know what? They followed that blueprint. Look at Eminem. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, but yeah. that's hey, you just bang them, and you bang them in such a fashion that it allows you to sit there and bring other people up with you. We just, I just said, uh, spoke of Eminem. Look how he did uh, D12. Let's look at uh, Snoop. Let's talk about the Dog Pound. Let's talk about the Ouch. You know, all these different folks. So it's just like. Yo, when you when you drop it like that, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go with you with the Snoop one too. And but honorary mention is all eyes on me because yeah. we were all waiting for what Pac was gonna do, and he didn't disappoint. He didn't. He no, didn't. he didn't. He did not disappoint. He did the so, same thing. All the different groups he brought brought out. You know what I mean? Uh, the outsiders and um, uh, so many other people. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, outlaws, 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 yes, outlaws, yeah, outlaws, outlaws, yeah, but uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Snoop was he he really did the thing out there. Um, this next joint, most talented female rap artist. Again, the most talented. I'm, hey, look, look. <laughs> don't, 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 hey, don't rush into it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't rush. Think about well, it. I, have, I think I have my favorite female. It's always Queen Latifah. She's always my favorite. I but said most talented. She's, well, I don't, here's the thing. I don't know for the girls. I don't know who writes and who doesn't write. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm say mine, and it'll give you a little more time to think. Okay. We're talking most talented. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say one, Remy Ma. And if you don't, if you if you can't mess with me, please revisit, and and then we can go ahead. Then we can move on. And on on the West, and I gotta do it like this, on the West. And again, I'm saying. The most talented 
On the, I, I'll say this. On the East, it's kind of hard. MC Light, if you don't know, go back and listen. The shit is crazy. Um, and then, like I said, um, my girl on the uh, Remy Ma on the East Coast. On the West Coast, Bahamadia. If you don't know, please go back. Take a listen. The, the lyrics are stupid. And... And I got to give a, a quick little dash of something to, uh, what's the child's name? Oh, my gosh. I can't even think now. She's on the West Coast, though. It's a West Coast chick. Lyrics. Lyrics. Talent. Right? And they pin their I own stuff. I don't know too many West Coast females that are really going. Yeah, most of, most of it is down south and east coast that are, that are really doing it for the ladies. But... Pepperoni. So are you telling me? Are you telling Missy? Missy Mina? I didn't do her as a uh because she was doing so much singing. You know what I mean? With the pop stuff. She was doing so much I, that's why I didn't include her. Of course I would have hit the home team. Stop playing. I don't know. You might be in, you might be in trouble. She's an artist though. She's an artist. I wouldn't consider her a, a female rap artist though. She's just a straight-up artist, a pop artist, an icon, if you will. Don't hurt yeah, me. I don't know. When I, when I listen to, to the, let's say, Cardi B or Nicki, they got great flow, the lyrics is on point. But I don't know if they're pinning all that. Well, even if they didn't, I mean, a lot of it, I, I wouldn't consider it mastery, like, you know? Dude, that verse that Nicki Minaj has on Monster is one of the sickest verses I've ever heard. I'm gonna have to put it like slow it down, man, because her voice is is so different now. I'm not, a, I'm not, I can't do it, man. I'm gonna have to slow it down and uh, screw that joint, chop and screw it, and then I might be able to do a little something with it. Maybe. She said something like, "I pull up automobile gangsta. What's up, that bitch? She said, come from Sri Lanka. <laughs> What's a tonka? Color of Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> She murdered Jay-Z and Kanye West on a song. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> two I dead can show bodies. you two of them, son. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I mean, I, yeah, I'd see, that would be one. If she didn't write that, then I wouldn't know. Well, you, you know, know she saying? didn't write that shit because what's my man with the lotion all day in day? Greasy, greasy old Jamaican dude, you know. What's the name? Won't he writing a lot of the junk for her? I don't know. But but she delivered it. And she delivered it well. So oh, no, no, no doubt. I mean, I just, all that gimmicky. I'm like, calm down, man. Just rap, please. I'm used to women just doing their thing on the mic and, and just going about their business. You know what I mean? Like, stop playing. Yeah. Remy Ma come up there and be like, what? Get this. Done deal. She ain't gotta go. Who? What? She could have. No, she could have. Wait, wait, wait. You telling me that what's the child name again? Nicki Minaj could go one on one, stand toe to toe with Remy Ma in a battle? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Come on. Yo, Buddhist man, man. If it was a versus battle, yeah. A versus battle. Let's just be real. The child is a megastar. Like, 
Come on, man. When you when you got a whole bunch of if it's a versus battle, then Nikki would crush her. Yes. But then, uh, I don't know if it's a rap battle. I don't know. Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. Because they say that. Okay, I've heard that Papoose right most of Remy. Uh, yeah, most of Remy stuff. I don't uh, know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. Hey, you could easily you could easily check that man. Uh, the man was locked up. So right. So what? So what was going on? He was writing her music and sending it through the mail. That'd be a lot of mail. Wouldn't they be able to track that? Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. Like I said, you get who you want to write for Nicki Minaj. Get whoever you want. And and Remy Ma will slaughter her talking their lyrics. Uh, okay. Okay. Then I have a contender. I would put against Remy Ma, but she ain't from the East Coast. She's from the South. Who you, you who you put? I put Mia X up against her. I always thought Mia X was one of the tickets. Now, I gotta go back. I got. I gotta go back and listen, cause, bruh, I remember Mia X had a little. Uh, what, I can't even think of that one joint, one song. She did a little thing, but it wasn't. Bruh, stop playing. I, you know no, what? No, nah, no. I can't even. I was about to say I'm gonna revisit it. I'm not revisiting that. Remy Ma. Remy Ma. The only person that could sit there and hang with Remy Ma would have to be Rod Digger. That's it. I Raw like an MC, and she'll give it to you. Raw, I think Raw. I like. You know what's funny though? I find it funny that no one mentioned Eve or Rhapsody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Rhapsody. I, I. And you know, I'm all about the Carolinas. Much love to the Carolinas. Um, North particularly, but. I, I I I was like <laughs> I had I had to had, I had to curb that joint man I got <laughs> bruh <laughs> um yeah I it was a it was a lot of hype that was uh pressed out you know what I mean it was pressed out um right before she came out um I wasn't impressed I wasn't. It, the hype might have messed it up or what, but even to this day, when I hear her rap, I'm not, I'm just, it does, it just doesn't flow for me. It's not a, it's, I can't, I can't get on board, right? And, and then you look at Eve and it was just like, she had a couple jumps where it was just like, okay, but I mean, most of her junk for me as a listener was sex appeal. It was just like, mm, damn, she was good. Oh, she ride motorcycles too? Damn. You know what I mean? It was that. Yeah. But with uh, with uh, Remy Ma, not a bad uh, woman to look at, but it was what's like what she's saying that makes you like, God dang. Like it was just like smooth but rough at the same time. You know, man, that thing, the way she said then drop it, you just like, whoa, okay, that's how you come in. And it, there's no, there's no apologies for it. She's just like, this is what it is. You wanted this work. Take this work. And then she gone about her business. So it's like, ain't nobody messing with that. Nobody messing with that. Oh, man. This ain't the last question. All right, I guess it is. Best hip-hop love story slash couple. Oh, my God. Give you a minute, 
KRS One and Miss Melody. I thought that was always the like oddest, weirdest thing that was going on. But but at the time they were all smiles. I I couldn't figure it out. I was just like, wait, 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 wait. That's that's his that's his piece, Miss Melody. Whoa, okay. Hey man, he sees the inner beauty. He ain't playing. She's probably a lovely woman. Cause good, <laughs> good googly. That's a tough question. Then of course, because they both gotta be rappers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been known to to spit a a verse here or two, uh, and I'm talking about uh, Yay, Miss Beyonce. Um, the other Yay. Okay, okay. How about this? How about Lauren and Wyclef? Ooh, but were they uh, were they outwardly a couple though? Or they just smashing behind the scenes. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Didn't even wash their hands. <laughs> Coming off the utility clock. Didn't even wash their damn hands. See, these saw the whole thing. <laughs> He's in that dark corner making noises. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Who's that guy in the corner with no damn clothes on? <laughs> doing laundry <laughs> oh man yeah i mean i don't know that's that's a that's an interesting one you know why clef and lauren you know um so i can eat that. because if i was an r&b singer with a rapper so that's what make that one hard because there's somebody in the rapper that r&b singers have that hip-hop twit tinge to them like let's say uh like Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats, or yeah. or uh, Big Sean and uh, Janai Iko, or whatever. Yeah, or who who was uh? God damn it, I'm, I'm forgetting all these folks' names. But Tony Braxton and Baby. That right there is some odd ass shit, man. Monica and Sea Murder. I don't know what confusing me. Hey man, what? Why what? She might have locked up like that. Yeah, She's no. Was like it no, 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 no. Was it was it her and see murder or was it her and Silk the Shocker? Might be both. I'm pretty sure it's murder I can't remember. What about T Boz and Mac Ten? That one right there, I could see that because Mac Ten was a bad boy. I yeah, I could see that. But then like he for me what killed it with Mac Ten and I never listened to him ever, ever again, was he came out with that song Hating Your Eyes. Bro, and the video was so cheesy, and the song was so dumb. Like, <laughs> I remember having that on, and I was just looking at it because I was in shock of the video. Right? He go, my wife, what are you okay. watching? <laughs> because she was so upset by what she was hearing <laughs> in another room, <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know, because <laughs> I was like, this junk is trash. <laughs> Hating your eyes. <laughs> oh, Mac Ten, poor Mac Ten. Uh, I should, you know what? Let me. I need to. Hey, you know, you could probably set that up. Hey, I need to uh, do an interview with Mac Ten. <laughs> Is he still amongst the living? And if so, yeah, but you know, <laughs> but him and Ice Cube have um, beef, and because of that, he. Can, I think he kind of like has shied away. I think he, Cube might have blackballed him. I don't know. That's just a guess. Yeah, I don't. You know what? But, you know, I don't know though, because I don't want nothing to come like between me and that Cube. Uh, um, I don't want nothing to come between me and that Cube interview. 
Thank you, connection. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe we don't we don't get Mac Ten on the show. I will say it's awesome. <laughs> he they, might make the cover. Like... <laughs> I might make that think... cover. <laughs> don't do that. You, you're gonna sever the connection. Don't do. That. Um, you ain't say nothing about the South. What's up with that? Well, as From far Midwest. Well, as far as their couples, like I don't. I'm not big on. No, I'm not talking about any of your questions. Yes, I did. You ain't say who the best artist on the South were. Oh no, because a lot of times they get roped into the uh, to the East and West. That's why. Uh, and plus, oh. everybody knows Outcast runs. Yeah, well, that was going to be the answer to basically yeah. every question. Yeah, there you go. Outcast. <laughs> Who's the best? Deal. Outcast. Who's the best? Solo artists, uh, 3K. Exactly. Nah, but truth be told, um, there's a lot of folks. Everybody knows a lot of folks come out of out of South. Uh, if you want to take and include Tennessee with that, I mean, they countless Tennessee. Seriously, <laughs> countless artists. Atlanta, what is, countless but artists. You know, the South got a hold of hip hop after it, it had already been engineered to its max, like. You had already, first the art form had already been made, and the this uh, part of the art form had already been crafted where it wasn't going to be hard for a person now to, the, the not hard to catch the train when the tracks is there. I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? But that's not me shitting on the South, though. No, 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 that's no, no. That's me no. saying, that, but they did, they took it somewhere else, though, they did. for sure. But a blueprint they definitely a blueprint. took it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you so say Midwest, if you say Midwest, Tech Nine, done deal for everything. Midwest, <laughs> don't I'm not over Kanye. Over Kanye, though. Who? I said the Midwest. That ain't Kanye. Ain't Midwest. Kanye's the Midwest. What are you talking I'm about? Not dog. Okay, where where is Chicago to you, sir? <laughs> it's it's up there. <laughs> Chicago. The no, no, no. Con- real talk though, Chicago. Chicago be getting lumped in with the North because of the way Chicago is and has always been. We're talking economically, socially. It was considered up North. Midwest, you know what you know where you're talking about with Midwest. Stop playing. The highest Northwestern University in Chicago. Bruh. What's the first part of it? North. Let's go. Let's let's go. North. First, first joint, first part of the damn name. Shit. <laughs> north, northeast, northwestern. Guess what? North. There it is. You way so you up there. You think he's a? You Chicago. They consider I'm, that's the north. It do get cold up there. Though. And look, either they're just straight up up north, or they just say Chicago. They won't even say. Chicago is its own thing, and it's considered north, northern. I'm running up. I'm running up to the north. Niggas was getting on trains headed to Chicago. I guess Georgia to Chicago, up north. With an F, up north. Well, you better. You're going to have to create a category for Kanye, but not new Kanye. The old Kanye, and who he run to. Who he run to? Rockefeller Records. East. Stop playing, man. Let's let's not do this. 
You know, if, if look, look, if we could sit there and let and let you have Tupac, the least you could do is give us anything we ask for. He's West Coast Master Ace, another one. We let you have these people. Calm down. If we ask for something, just give it to us. That motherfucker. So East you Coast. Want Kanye. No, I don't want Kanye. I'm just saying it's north. We pushed him to the north. He came back to over to us, the east, to make it. And where did he move to? The west. So now Kanye is old Kanye, not new Kanye. No, nah, he moved Damn, to Wyoming. New- Wyoming. Yeah, we got Kanye. <laughs> yeah, take that. So there, take that. And that was actually the last question I had up there. I had two spots for, for you know, other other tangs, other tangs, but uh, yeah. That's what that was. Um, well, hold on. So, what do you what do you think about the state of hip hop and the fact that we haven't had a number one um, album this year? And that's the first time it's happened in like 25, 30 years. I mean, you you can't you can't be like bashing the rap the rap scene and then be saying that oh yeah, it didn't get anything. This is this is messed up. If you feel like it's trash, and then a bunch of other people that give out awards think that it's trash, can you really be mad? Now, I don't agree that it's trash. I think that's a, a an argument and a generalization by some people, and those people happen to be the same people who give out awards and shit. Because um, you could sit there and say it's not as influential, but it is. You got people. You got people that are doing big numbers. You know, whether it's Megan Thee Stallion or, or whoever. Um, and, I, and I say her because she, along with a bunch of other women, are they are killing the game right now, period. Not no killing the game for women or nothing. They, they killing the game, period. Um, but when you, when you say it's trash or you hear, uh, like I said, those, those people that are in those, you know, those positions, regardless uh, of race, or sex, or uh, or anything like that, um, they dictate, you know, what's what. A lot of times they're older. There's a lot of stuff out there. If you, for me, if I slow it down, or I take out all the the little effects, the uh, templates they done laid over their voices, and you hear what they're saying, some of them are even better. I mean, are, are better than we give them credit for. But I don't, I don't know. The state is the state. It was the. It's this different. The economics of it is different than, than when we were growing up. The sound is more cohesive and united than when we were. Yeah. But so, in the fact you know, that it sounds the same. It sounds the same whether you're from Atlanta, California. That's what I was gonna say. It's unified. I think between, between the technology, it's gotten too homogenized. Yeah. It, it used to be if I heard somebody from a different region, they were giving me a look into their region and what goes on where they're from. So it was like they were a news station for their hood. Yeah, and even and if and even if their lyrics didn't do it, their sound did. The sound, the way they look, the way yeah. they dress, it, yeah. the the the, uh, I said dress it. the way they dress, their. Uh, the, the slang and the terms they use and what them words meant. 
I, I feel like a lot of that's gone because the way that technology is, it's like we all share everything at all times. Yeah. In this fast, before you had droplets of, well, I'm not going to say droplets. Release dates actually meant something. Now there's so many yeah. artists, there's so many artists coming out um, on a on a on a minute basis, um, and that music is being given to the masses, uh, you know what I mean, on a minute basis. So it's a lot to keep up with. There's always somebody new. You're always being asked, "Have you heard of fill in the blank?" Um, so it, it's it's hard to to keep up with, and it doesn't help, like you said, that it all. There's all one sound, one band, one sound. Um, so yeah, yeah. So the state it's, is it's the, the state. Is the state. Nah, I'm not gonna I put did. it all on that because uh, what was that that slight echo that all of us was using, or the doubler, or you know what I mean? So I mean, it's, it, it could be argued that we was using that way too much, you know. So y'all, y'all motherfuckers in there using reverb. What? Like, <laughs> listen to him. That's why. That's why hip hop is trash now. All oh, that damn reverb. And why they always gotta have women in spandex dancing in the video? It's like they're called biker shorts. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, come on, man. This is terrible. And that was coming from the same people. Who looked up to and bought tickets from a dude running around with a bright red cup? You know what I mean? No. Ow! Word up! Word up! But you gonna tell us our stuff is? Look at him! Look at him! Them, them tight, tight pants. But you rocking around with that? Well, word up! Bruh. Why was it so massive? <laughs> Do you think the are getting hit in the dick during a performance or something? He was like, he, we don't know about it. What if he? What if he got a huge dick? Bruh, it could have just been. It could have been big and. <laughs> Yo, it could have been super, super massive, super massive. He didn't want women grabbing on it anymore. He was tired of it, and see, he said, "I'm wearing this big ass cup." So they can't grope me at the concerts any longer. <laughs> me too. Me too. So me too. I got my dick grabbed at a Seahawks game in 2017. It was horrible. Every time I go to a football game, I wear a cup now. <laughs> what up, man? <laughs> what but that's up? my personal business. So okay. Don't tell nobody. That's I, ain't, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with that. I ain't gonna tell nobody else. Don't. Section 200. That's all I got to say. Uh, don't, 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 don't. Hey. I know there's a reason why that song is stuck in my head. Anyway. Uh, oh. Oh, is it? Is it really that time? I guess so. Let me hit them with that. Oh. Random-ish. Random-ish. it is. And uh, this edition of Random-ish is brought to you by... I don't know because no one has jumped on the bandwagon for brand supportage yes 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 uh you can go ahead and sponsor different elements of the show uh just 
you know, shoot us a DM and we can work out all the particulars. We'll shoot you over a package that explains it all. Real talk. All that is. You Where, said package. Yeah, package. package. That package. Big red package. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Cameo, baby. Uh, you know what? I'm about to go get one of them jumps and just be wearing it on the outside. Well, just, you know, wearing it out in the streets. I bet you if we went to Target, they would think you was some kind of employee. I was like, what the fuck? What does he do? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> like, Can I go to your section? Yeah, like, well, what, what section you in, bruh? <laughs> you know somebody would be throwing some silliness like that. Um, uh, This is a good one, actually. This randomness is uh about to take off your socks. I don't even know what that means. I just said it. Why are you unclothing me for? <laughs> Where are we going? This is this this right here. Let me pull it up because you're not gonna believe me if I just say it to you. You're like what? So this uh this is something. I'm about to. I gotta turn this thing on. If this happened to you, how how I mean, what would happen? Hold on. Let me get the sound. I gotta get the sounds up. The sounds. Turn this thing off. Turn this motherfucker off. Your friend who be having on them gray basketball shorts be swinging. I be like, yo, shorty with the gray shorts. <laughs> you said it make her feel loopy. Yes, all right so i'll probably end up playing playing it a little extra uh so folks can hear hear it but it was a a tiktok deal right in the in the and there's a caption over top that says safe to say this relationship is over so let's let's uh reframe this if you will uh shout out to cb if you got yourself a significant other you take them to the dentist they have them good old wisdom teethuses taken out and they on that good good all right that good good and she commences to say how she's so upset that she's with you because you are the ugly one. She saw a friend of yours who had on some gray, gray shorts and his thing was swinging, as she said. Dangling. She saw it. She saw it swinging. You seen me swinging. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, so you in there, and this is happening to you. What are you doing? What are you saying? What action are you taking? I'm going to, like, talk under my breath to the dentist and be like, you know, she, this is a little game we'll be playing. This is a gift. <laughs> I the dentist talk shit about this another game. Don't, she just saying, don't even listen to her. But I'm going to be hurt. <laughs> Yo. This, this dude said, he said, can you give us about five minutes? <laughs> That's what he said. But you're going to sit there and take it up a notch talking about some. 
Uh, it's a little game. <laughs> we both go to the dance and get all drugged up and talk y'all shit. It's, oh it, man! You see, we still together. It works. Man, it works. That's crazy. I don't know. That's not as bad as like the the white girl that went to the dentist and told her parents she started crying since she can't suck dick no more. <sighs> yeah, that was. I saw that one. That was a little rough, man, because I'm like, God. You mean I can't suck dick anymore? Can I still use weed? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Look, she was like, look, if you're going to take away, take away my dicks, I'm going to need to at least be able to smoke a little weed. She was very concerned about when she could oh. suck a dick. Overly concerned. I mean, hey. She gets an A for effort. I mean, for damn. I don't know if I want to be with somebody that cried if they came for the dick. Hey, you know what? Why not? Why not? I, that might be the person to get with. I for that kind of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if they cry, I might start crying. Now we just two crying ass bitches. Nah, she'll be showing up at the job. <laughs> like, God dang. Shit. And you working on the car, next thing you know, you hear your zipper unzip. Wait a minute. If if my girl started doing that, I'd be like, damn, I was the ugly one. I don't know. I'd be like, well, I told you, so shut up. I think that's what it would have done it. You you be I mean, you seeing somebody and and thinking, hey, they got a large member and that looks nice to you or whatever. That's human. Let's just be real about it. That's human. Don't hold that against that lady. But when she was started crying, talking about some I shouldn't have got with you or whatever she said because you're the ugly one, that to me that was that's somewhere else with it. Hold on, let me like, let me let me do this. Okay, <laughs> I forgot about that part. Don't 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 look through my phone because I be texting hella niggas. <laughs> Oh my God! I forgot about that uh, part. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God! I forgot that part. She said, "I got hoes." God dang! Uh, that was woo. That's rough for right then. You just gotta catalog that and weaponize it later. Those you just gonna hold on yeah. to it and be like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, we're gonna be ordering a pizza, and I'm gonna be like, oh, I think I want Canadian bacon and pineapple. She's like, ooh, pineapple don't put longer. Hey, bitch, what do we pizza? <laughs> Looking at the motherfucker with <laughs> the gray shorts. You thought I wanted your bacon? You gotta turn up at the dinner's all the same check. Hey, on next, doing the long on pizza, bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, weaponize that shit. Uh, be like, nah, man. Dennis over here, Dennis, he said he's going to put his dick in your mouth. Because <laughs> you're talking red lips. Dang. Now, let me get this pineapple on his pizza and shut up. That's what you, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Okay, I see you, Tim. Well, that might be the plan right there. You got to coordinate. You got to coordinate that shit. Weaponize that. You know, oh, I see you. Just start doing shit that you want to do and see what happens. Yeah, I'll be right back. About to go on this yep. cruise. We be in the store. <laughs> I'm about to go on this cruise with the fellas. Yeah, and she say something. Bitch, is it gonna be a bunch of niggas on the cruise you want to text them? Don't you got hoes? Don't you? 
Don't you got hoes? Does <laughs> no, but you get you use it, but you gotta use it in the most frivolous ways. You at the store and you want Smucker's jam and she wants grape jelly, and you be like, oh, so you don't want me to get my jam, huh? But you want all these niggas to get jam. Just dumb stuff like that. Oh my god! The table, yeah, the, table or booth? Table, table or booth? Yeah, we'll take the booth. I wanted to sit at the table. Nah, fuck that. Bitch. Remember the- <laughs> that is stupid. Yeah. yeah, booth, bitch. That's where we at. My god. Oh, you want us at a damn table so you can put your phone on the table and see it go off? Yeah, you with all your hoes. Ass. You probably want a dick in your mouth right now. No, I'm joking. You're being yeah. That's oh, right. Oh my gosh. That's how that's how you have to do it. That's how you have to do it? Well damn. Yeah, pretty that, much. That's, that's interesting. That's your your take on it, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and vibe with it. We'll vibe with it. If that's what it is. Then that's what it is. This has been another fine episode of All That Ish. Follow us on Instagram, fanbase. Facebook and Twitter at all that ish underscore official and give us a call at 757-504-0829. This episode has been brought to you in part by Big Johnny's Big Red Cup. Have you ever been fondled at a game, at a concert? Don't be Big Johnny's. And Sipping on some scissor, the documentary. Check it out on Netflix. Vlad. Take care. Your mama.